guys, you're tuned into the Dope Girls Pray Podcast. I'm your host, Kamisha H. We have a special guest coming on tonight, and I know you do not want to miss this. Stay tuned and remember, Dope Girls Do Pray. Hello, how are you? I'm great. How are you? All is well. I'm great. To God be the glory. All right, guys. So you are tuned in to Dope Girls Pray Podcast. Um, and our first speaker for this month of April is going to be Prophet Jordan. And our topic is, is going to be called, Am I Called? All right, Jordan. So basically, you know the drill. We're just going to dive right in. Um, yes. And the first question that we have for tonight is actually, what is a prophet? Well, what is a prophet? A prophet is uh, someone who is a mouthpiece of God. Most people um, actually uh, sort of diminish the word prophet as uh, someone who is a teacher um, and there are also uh, types of definitions who have said that a prophet is someone who preaches because you are prophesying through the scriptures. Um, but there is a much more deeper realm um, that it actually is to being a prophet. A prophet mm -hmm. is someone who uh, has their ear towards uh, the mouth of God and as well as uh, the heart of God. You're not only speaking what God is saying, but you're mm -hmm. feeling what he's feeling. You're hearing wow. what he's hearing. Um, and so you actually have to literally engross yourself in who God is and what God is doing. Um, and that's why you have to be mindful of what's going on, uh, not only in the earth, but also in the spiritual realm. Um, because mm -hmm. sometimes when it comes down to being a prophet, uh, there will be assignments that you will have um, wherein you won't hear God's voice. But there will be things going on in the earth and things going on in the supernatural realm that you'll have to be able to tap into. So you always have to be in tune with everything that God is doing in order to be a prophet. Right, right. Um, and I thought that that was a, a good question to start off with. But I, and even the questions that's um, posed in this topic, yes. because I think a, a lot of uh, things that we don't do is really learn who we are, exactly. even if it's not a prophet, you know, and, and the thing is, you know, sometimes we can be a little bit lackadaisical or ignorant. You know, right. when it comes to Christianity, about really taking the time to learn the knowledge base, the black and white mm -hmm. about who we are. Whereas when we're in school, you know, when you want to become a doctor, you have to learn about what it is to become a doctor. You don't just be like, OK, I'm a doctor and that's it. Just call me doctor. You right. have to, Before doctors can even actually start touching and feeling, they have to learn the black and white, even exactly. though the black and white never stops. But they have to learn the foundation. And the Lord had placed this literally today on my heart, the questions, um, because this is something that needs to be talked about and it needs to be taught right. because I'm, I'm going to be honest, we, we strayed away from um, the knowledge base of things. We yes. just we only move towards the hands on part. Everybody wants to dive in. 
Right. But nobody wants to really learn, you know, the, the black and white portion of what it is to who I am. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. So, you know, that's what the questions are really going to kind of be posed to audience um, for tonight. Yes. Um, and the next question is, what is the role of the prophet? The role of a prophet is is always to, uh, number one, be humble and stay in God's face before you are obligated to open your mouth and say anything as a prophet you have to always be ready to hear um Mm -hmm. so so you have to always go through um just like you said before uh you can actually dive into the hands-on aspect of it you have to go through the black and white and and the role of a prophet actually is there will be times when you have to study, you have to, uh, you have to be in tune with worship. You have to have a prayer life. You have to have uh, a worship lifestyle. And the role of a prophet in the earth right now is to set order. Um, in the world today, there are a lot of things going on. Um, and the question is, where are the prophets? Um, because you, you have a lot of churches closing, um, but, but why are the prophets mouths closing? Um, there, there, there are a lot of things. Um, and, and actually I don't mean to, to stray away from, from it a little bit, but talking about, um, talking about what's going on today in the world. Um, I know that we're saying that, you know, uh, COVID-19, this virus is is taking over everything. Um, But but the Lord actually began to reveal to me that there is another virus that is overtaking us, and it's called fear. Many of us have closed our mouths and closed our ears in this season because of fear of what's going on. But I I want you to, I I want everybody who listens to this to understand that the role of a prophet is twofold. Number one, you have foretelling and then you have forth telling. Um, Foretelling is being able to uh, depict or predict um, what is to come in the future. Um, and then that comes from, like I said, being in tune with God's voice. Um, but also you have forth telling, um, which also has to come from a place of authority. And, and mm. you cannot you cannot be a prophet and be afraid because wow. when you operate in the gift of forth telling, you have to stand in a place of authority and command things to happen. Uh, uh, number one, foretelling, you're waiting on God to reveal what's going to happen. But foretelling, you have to stand on your own foundation and command things to happen. Um, wow. A very a very good example of that um, is when the prophet was in the valley of dry bones and he mm-hmm. commanded the dry bones to live. God didn't say anything about the bones. He was in that moment and because he was in tune with what God was doing, he was able to stand in that place of authority and command those bones to live. 
So as a prophet, you have to be able to operate on both sides. You cannot Mm -hmm. be afraid. You cannot be jelly-backed. You cannot be uh, 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 shifted by every wind and doctrine. You have to be firm in who you are because there will also be times uh, when people will try to uh, test your prophetic gift. Uh, mm-hmm. People will people will try to challenge you and and not not so much to 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 sharpen you or to edify you. But sometimes if you're not careful, it'll come from a place of jealousy and envy. Yeah. Um, and, and you have to you have to be very, very careful, because if you're not confirmed in who you are and whose mm-hmm. you are as a prophet, then you'll fall victim to those tests and challenges and you'll stray away from your assignment that you were called to do in the first place. Wow. Yes. Wow. That, that, that was good. I got to speak on two things Mm -hmm. that you, that you just said. And you know, if you listen to the show and everybody that listens know that I'm, I'm very transparent and Mm -hmm. I believe that transparency is, is key because there's a lot of people that may not say something but that doesn't mean they haven't experienced it or went through it right and so when you just said about you know um having the authority and and being in position yes and and the lord rebuked me heavy heavy Mm. this morning because i had a patient yesterday and i saw the spirit of the python um Mm. wrapped around her like literally tight 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 this woman was nothing but flesh and bones Mm -hmm. like she was actively literally dying Mm. and so when we got inside of the room the lord told me to pray to pray for her and because i was i was so distracted because normally i never have issues with like praying for my patients um but but the lord has trained me like you know he'll tell me certain um questions to ask the different things because i try to introduce you know certain things before i just start praying or right. you know if i release the word because you know you got to be kind of careful when you're working in the workplace and stuff like that right mm-hmm. and so i you know i don't never want to make somebody feel forced or make somebody feel uncomfortable um, and I, the Lord didn't give me any questions to ask her, but I heard the Lord say, pray. Right. And because her husband, he just had like a, a type of vibe, like, you know, I felt like if I would have said something, I felt like he was going to make a big deal. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't do anything. Wow. And so like, you know, I walked away, you know, and I felt bad though, because I'm like, dang, like I never, I never had an encounter with somebody, you know, and I left them in that state. And and Jordan, I promise you not this morning when I came into work, my manager said that this woman died Mm. and I, it tore me up and I heard the Lord say this, this, you, you know, you should have been obedient. This mm. is what happens when you're not obedient. And it was like he wasn't yelling at me, but it was in and I was sitting here when I got out my car just now, literally, before I came in the house. And and I would say I kept hearing the right place, right time. Mm. Right place, right time. And not just the physical part about the right place, right time, but even spiritual. I was in the right place. Like this is a season where I'm in the right place with the Lord. Yes. And so I could have been a, a person or the person to intercede on her behalf, you know, because I was in the right place at the right time, but because I was fearful, like you just said, because right. I was afraid, you know, mm-hmm. I did not do anything. And this woman died, not saying that 
you know, I don't know God. You know, I don't know if even if I would have prayed if she still would have died. I don't know. But I felt like that, you know, if had I prayed that she, this woman would have lived. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you said it again, this is like the third time the Lord is rebuking me because I'm transparent. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't get it right all the time. But this is the third time because when you said it again, I it was I heard the Lord loud and day. It was it was like clear that I was being rebuked again. And mm-hmm. so I I'm I'm taking ownership even for myself because I'm like, you know, Kamisha, you wouldn't have done that if you was on the street, you know, or mm-hmm. if you was outside or you would have done it. You would have did what the Lord said. So the thing is. I know God and God said it to me. I'm not going to put you in a situation where you're going to be harmed. God, I thank you. Mm. I'm not going to put you in a situation where you're going to be harmed. So if I called you to it, you do what I say. I heard him. Mm -hmm. I heard him. And so that, that is, um, so important about not being afraid. You can't be afraid. Even though I, I was afraid of my call. I got to go back to, to even the first question when I first found out, you know, who I was and, you know, somebody said it to me, I was like, oh no, you know, this, this, this can't be possible. You know, (laughs) I I don't know enough. What do I know? You know, and the first thing that I did do, you know, I didn't just go start prophesying. I learned about who I was. If you're telling me this is who I am, let me go and read the black and white. Mm -hmm. Let me go and study. You know, if, if this let me know, you know, who who I am, what is the requirement? What is it that I'm going to be actually doing? You know, but I feel like as a people, we don't do this no more. Right. You know, we, right. we don't we don't do this anymore. People just want to jump in, you know, and do stuff. And that's dangerous, you know, because I believe knowledge precedes speech and actions. So before you can do a thing, you got to have knowledge, you know, of that thing. And I forgot the second thing that you said. When you were talking about the role, because I was going to say something about the role of the prophet, but it, it'll come back to me. Mm-hmm. But we're going to just move on to um, the next question. Um, okay. The next question is, are there different types of prophets? Yes, absolutely. There are um, there are different types of prophets um, and there are also different ways to express the prophetic. Um Many people think that, um, you know, prophesying is just standing in front of a congregation and uh, calling things out, which is really not prophecy. That's the word of knowledge. But that's a whole nother segment. But um, and there are many, many, many ways in different avenues um, that you can be prophetic and be a prophet. Um, Number one, there are you have. Uh, governmental prophets or or mm-hmm. apostolic prophets, um, those who are uh, like, for example, you have the prophet Jeremiah um, oh, in wow. the Bible. He was anointed of God um, to prophesy to kingdoms and nations. Um, mm-hmm. he, he had the authority to build up kingdoms and tear them down. Um, and, and, and inside of that, um, you have to be mindful when you stand in certain offices, because Mm -hmm. as a, as an apostolic prophet, you have, you, you stand in a place of, of, of governmental authority and order. And, and with so many things going on today, you have to maintain your spiritual momentum. You will be surprised how many prophets we have who are getting discouraged because of things going on in the world and they're committing suicide and leaving their congregations and leaving their ministries, so on and so forth, 
all because they're not equipped enough to operate wow. in the office that they were called to. Um, and and you, you, you have to understand that when you are uh, in the office of a prophet and when no matter what type of prophet you are, you have got to be sharpened and you have to also be mature. We have mm -hmm. too many people who have the calling on their life, but they're immature and don't know how to handle the gift. There, there, wow. there have been so many times uh, when, when I have seen prophets in services and they have operated in their gift and, and the, the intentions were pure. The intentions were in a place of obedience, but because they lacked the maturity to go along with the gift, it, it, it led them to a place of destruction because there, there's, there's no point in you delivering or releasing a prophetic word to someone if they're offended and don't listen to you at all. You, wow. you, you have to know who you're prophesying to and you have to know mm -hmm. how you're going to prophesy to them. Um, there, there, there are so many different uh, ways of prophetic expression. Um, you, you have uh, uh, the realm of mysteries, prophets who, who prophesy mysteries of God. Um, you, you have, just like I said, the realm of knowledge, those who are able to, uh, you know, call out people's names and, and addresses and, and, and so on mm -hmm. and so forth. Then you have uh, um, uh, literary prophets, prophets who write things and, and write yeah. what God is saying. Um, then, then you have, there's, there's, I mean, there's so many, uh, you have, you have, um, uh, 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 worshiping prophets, prophets who create mm -hmm. music, uh, things like that. And, and the one thing that I will say that, that really sums up all types of prophets is that you have to be mature. Um, um, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm in, in the class that I'm teaching, uh, one of the, um, prophetic classes that I'm teaching, I give an analogy um, that uh, prophets have been made out to be uh, like olives. Uh, there are mm. two types of olives that you have. Um, you mm. have the green olive and you have the black olive. Um, yeah. The green olive is, is, is the unripened olive. It's the olive mm. that hasn't reached its point of maturity yet. And then wow. you have the black olive, the more seasoned olive that's gone through mm -hmm. the process and gone through the necessary things that it has to go through to produce what it's supposed to produce. And the right. difference between the two is with a green olive, if you squeeze a green olive, you get olive juice. But if you right. squeeze a black olive, you get olive wow. oil. And, wow. and, and what I've come to the conclusion is that we have... Uh, so many prophets today that are juicy, but not oily. And, wow. and, and the reason for that is we don't take the time to, to, to sit down and, and be humble and receive and absorb what God desires for us to have in order to walk in the office. You, you're, wow. Some of us aren't ready to, to go to the nations yet. Some of us right. aren't ready to, to prophesy into corporate America because you will go into these avenues and you will commit spiritual suicide and then the yeah. blood will be on your hands because you operated out of timing and out of season.
So you have yeah. to be careful, no matter what type of prophet you are, you have mm-hmm. to be mature and, 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 and stay in your lane. That, that's another thing yeah. I have to say. Stay in your lane. It doesn't matter who's in, the, in the, the bright lights. It doesn't matter who's preaching at this church and, and who prophesied to this person and that person. Stay in your lane. Do what God called you to do. Say what God called you to say. And, and you, don't, you don't have to be, you know, super deep and mystical. If God told you to say something, say it how God told you to say it. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and that, that's really what it comes down to. So no matter what mm-hmm. type of prophet you are, I'll just say, stay in your lane and remain humble and, and, st- and try to stand in a place of maturity or else you will self-destruct literally yeah yeah um and and that's so true even um when you said about people operating out of season Mm -hmm. and an apostle you know she told me that um when I first you know started talking about my prophetic gift yes because like I said I, I never wanted to to do it I'm like Lord it's no way you know that you know I'm I'm what huh what do you mean I don't know the Bible <laughs> right. I don't you know what I'm saying I'm I'm confused like how is this even possible and I didn't know enough Bible only because you know as people know I spent 13 years of my adult life in Islam so mm-hmm. I wasn't reading the Bible I was reading the quarter end right And so, you know, I kind of ran in the beginning. I'm going to be honest. I didn't jump out there Mm -hmm. like how some people do. I I did not jump out there. I didn't want to do it. I ran from it. Um, And and it wasn't until, you know, sometime later, uh, somebody I know, you know, they pushed me out there and they said, hey, I'm going to have you come you know, and speak. And I'm like, what? Speak about what? What am I going to speak about? Mm. You know, and I, they was like, just your testimony and stuff. So I said, okay, well, you know, I could do that. I could do that. Right. Because I was even nervous about speaking in front of people. Yes. I didn't want to speak in front of people. You know, even though I sung my whole life in front of people, I'm like speaking and singing is two different things. You know, because even when I used to minister through song, I never really used to talk. Mm -hmm. I only just like sung and that was it. And so I, I I ran, I ran, I ran, I ran. But when I really did accept the call and I gave God my, you know, my second yes, you know, and that was the yes to the call. Um, I really, and I'm still doing that because I don't feel like that I'm at a place to just be like, you know, I'm about to come to that. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. Right now I'm just sitting down, even though sometimes the Lord might allow me to release a word you know, to people or whatever, even if it's through social media, but I'm not, I'm not rushing God's process. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm taking the time to, to sit down, to learn what I need to learn, to watch, to build my relationship, because that's what the Lord is doing. He's, he's putting roots in me and people have to understand that is so important. Cause like you said, it's dangerous to operate out of season because yes, you could, you know, have this, this call, this gift, you know, David had the anointing of the Kingsley anointing ever since he was anointed, but he didn't operate in that, right. you know, until it was an appointed time, mm-hmm. because that's so important too. people have to understand it's about an appointed time. Yes, God can show you something. Yes. 
God can even show you, you know, an elevation. Like, you know, if you go from a, a prophet to an apostle, but that doesn't mean because the Lord showed you now, all of a sudden tomorrow you're an apostle. No, exactly. it's, it's still a process. The Lord is just showing you, you know, who you are, letting you know what's inside of you. Yes. But, you know, you don't operate out of order. And, and that's what people have to understand, because I know sometimes we get misconstrued, you know, well, you know, the Bible says, you know, if we're prophets and, you know, we don't need approval. You do. It's, it's two parts. Right. You know, the Bible, I mean, as the verse says, as it is in heaven, so should it be on earth. Right. So, yes, you're confirmed in the heavens, but you have to be confirmed on the earth as well, because mm -hmm. prophecy has to be weighed because and then we're living at a time, you know, and that's going to be the next question. Can anyone be a prophet? Because we have people that's just standing up and calling themselves prophets. Mm. And, you know, they were never called. The Lord never, you know, confirmed them. No, nothing. Right. You know, they they just kind of called themselves. And we're going to move into that part, too. Yes. But it, it is so important that people really sit down, learn, learn the process first. Because like you said, you'll be committing spiritual suicide mm -hmm. because that warfare is no joke. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's no joke. And the thing is, that's what the enemy attacks us on, the agreement. Mm -hmm. He don't care about you. He 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 wants that agreement. You Now you know who you are, and that's what you're going to do. He's going to hold you to that word. Right. So I'm going to fight you on it. Yeah. And so, and that's what people have to understand, too. You have to learn. Learn the basics. Back to the basics. God, I hear you. He's saying back to the basics. Mm -hmm. Go back to the basics. Learn the foundation. Yes. You know, watch the people of old, because some some of the people we have of our older generations, even some of them are not even good people to take from. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to go back to, to, to those people of old too to, to pick up some things. And if you do know some good people, seasoned prophets, like you said, those black olives, you know, you go sit, you know, under them. Learn what you need to learn. Mm -hmm. Take what you need to take. Snatch what you need to snatch. So that way, when it's your time, because Paul said, I stood on the other side of the mountain for three years. Mm -hmm. People don't read them verses. No. The Bible says, be anxious for nothing. Right. We have to, we have to, we have to get the knowledge base first. Sit down. It's okay to sit down. The Lord will give you grace. You know, you still might be called on to do some things, but at the end of the day, like you said, you got to trust that process. It's a process. Amen. And we got to be processed. Mm -hmm. So the next question is, can anyone be a prophet? No, anyone uh, cannot be a prophet. Um, prophets have to be chosen. Um, you, you have to be chosen, not, not by man. But you have to be chosen by God. And, and, mm -hmm. and there, there's always, just like you said, there is a process that you have to go through. Um, sometimes you have people who, uh, who, who are not even, uh, I remember in, in the church of old, the churches that I grew up in, uh, just because you were called to do something did not mean, just because you were called to preach did not mean that you were allowed to go and take everybody's engagements. There was a, right. there was a waiting period that you had to, yes, Lord, there was a grace period that you had to go through in order to yeah. be able to accept the calling on your life. And, 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 and many of us in order to be a prophet, number one, you have to have the spirit of God. That that's the first and foremost thing uh, that you have to have. Um, I believe it's first Corinthians two verse 10. It talks about um, the spirit searches in the deep things of God. 
Um, and, and then the 12th verse uh, goes on to say that we've been given the spirit of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. So if you don't have the spirit of God in you, then you can't unlock the keys of what God wants to say. And you cannot be a prophet unless you're saying what God wants to say. Um, even even uh, going back to uh, when I was talking about speaking from that place of authority. Um, yes, God gives us freedom and, and, and liberation to decree things as a prophet. But everything that you say should still line up with the word of God and the spirit of God. And if you do not possess the spirit of God, you cannot even begin to receive the depths of revelation that God has to give to you. Um, and, and see, the, 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 what we forget is that everything that God wants to do in the earth, he already knows. He's just waiting for a vessel to be ready to contain what he already wants to do. Uh, because you, you have to understand that just, just like the Bible says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It is the God in us, in us, that is working through us in the earth. So you have to be able to maintain where you are in the earth and you have to be able to be in tune with what's going on in the spirit in order to be able to be a prophet. Also, you cannot be a prophet if you do not have a consistent prayer life. Many people do not understand the level of warfare that prophets go through. Even before you open your mouth to say anything concerning the prophetic, there is warfare that you have to go through. Number one, you have got to constantly hear what's going on in the supernatural. You have to hear people's wounds and you have to hear people's struggles and you have to see people's tragedies and, and things that they go through and, and, and even things that you don't want to see. I, I remember uh, when I was 13 years old, when I was in the beginning stages of my prophetic anointing, uh, I began to see the death of my own great grandmother. And God told me to prophesy to her because at that moment she was not saved. And God instructed me to prophesy to her and warn her that her expiration date was soon to come and that salvation was still available as long as she was still alive. But because I was afraid and because I was not mature and because I didn't fully possess the spirit of God in me, I began to walk in the spirit of fear, just like we were talking about earlier, and because of that, the blood was on my hands and I did not prophesy to my great grandmother. And after that, what God showed me was going to happen did happen. And then as a result of that, I had to deal with years of dealing with the guilt of being disobedient to the calling that was on my life. Because you have to understand, in order to be a prophet, you have to be selfless. It is not about you. Nothing that you say, nothing that you see 
It is not about you. You're not prophesying to get donations. You're not prophesying to get people to give you money and give you accolades and give you credentials. You're not prophesying to get platforms. You're prophesying to edify the kingdom, to set order, to bring judgment, and to do what the spirit of God that's in you has instructed you to do. Just like the scripture says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is to he in heaven. The job of the prophet is to align what has already been decreed in heaven into what's taking place on earth. You are the vessel that God uses for his kingdom assignments to be fulfilled in the earth. You're speaking literally out of the realm of the heavenlies to do what God says on the earth. That's why you have to be mature because how can you be a prophet and how can you say what God says when what God says doesn't line up with what you see? You have to be able to see beyond where you are and operate in the spirit of God within you to in then in return to see things from another perspective. That's why you've got to be mature because nothing about the prophetic and nothing about being a prophet is about you. You have to be selfless. So no, there, there, there is a specific breed uh, of, of prophets that God chooses. There is a specific uh, level of character that you have to have in order to be a prophet. The, the, uh, 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 the, uh, the, the, the devil said in, in, in the Bible, he said, uh, the demon said, Paul, I know, Jesus, I know. But then he said, who are you? You cannot be a prophet without authority. Demons will not flee. Devils will not be cast out. Miracles, signs, and wonders will not be performed unless you have authority. You don't have authority unless God gives you authority. There's a difference. Yes, Lord. There's a difference between having authority and having confidence. Authority comes with responsibility. And nobody can give you spiritual responsibility but God. And you have got to understand that until you are submissive to what God wants to do and until you are submissive to what you do not want to do, because there's going to be some words that you're not going to want to prophesy. There's going to be some dreams that you're not going to want to see. There's going to be some visions that you're not going to want to declare. And you have to be able to come out of yourself and say, not my will, but thine will be done and everybody cannot do that so therefore everybody cannot be a prophet